Hi. Hi. We are two males on life, etc. Welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> Enjoy. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Muna. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm concentrating looking at the screen. But I, I have you here you today. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we're uh, uh, recording together. Not that we've done so many episodes, but this is the first time we're doing it together. Like we always do it together, but... Yes. This is the first time yeah, we're yeah. actually sitting next to each other. Yes. You're looking directly in my eyes and it's freaking me out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think we're like sitting close together as well. Maybe that's why. Yes. Uh, and why are we sitting so close uh, together? Because you decided to purchase this wonderful equipment <laughs> that, that is supposed to make our voices now really, really nice. Is this important information? <laughs> I don't need to be shared. I think if we if we ever like uh, listen to it in like five, ten years. We, we might know. want to know when, why. Well, it's suddenly changed. That's and, true. Um, how does it happen? How did it happen? You don't need to tell the story. <laughs> why <laughs> suddenly? Or yeah, no, just for 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 keeping track of uh, the changes we made. Okay, so because there were many changes, mm-hmm. it was a long time. Yeah, like. Exactly. How long have we? Because I, I haven't done the counting, but I think like over I mean, six months. Yeah, f- from the last episode, but we we kept seeing each other and talking to each other. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Our <laughs> relationship <laughs> is not <laughs> podcast related, <laughs> and this is the last thing we talked about the podcast story and podcasting. Now we go to our topic of today. <laughs> I feel like we're doing some sort of radio reporting, and today we'll be talking about uh, a little, yeah, a little. But okay, so yeah, we haven't been uh, podcasting because uh, life happened in between. Yeah, uh, and this life was impacted. Although we did start during the pandemic, right? I think we came up with the idea of doing a podcast during the pandemic, and then kind of did it. Yeah, it was one of those cool things we wanted to do during this crazy times that, is that we live since 2020. That is very true. That is very true. Yeah. So I think we just want to today delve into what kind of experiences we've made and also impact on our life the pandemic has had. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I think it's like in the pandemic, we dealing with those different ways. And I think the experience of being inside the pandemic also changed since the first lockdown in March 2020 through the summer which was a little bit more relaxed yeah and also because summer had opened up for us here at least in Germany I don't know about the rest of the world but like yeah in Germany for us summer was pretty decent because we could restaurants were open we could go out to parks still in limited groups but but it felt a little bit like normality is coming yes yes and And to to too quickly, too actually. Too quickly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so then, a uh, second wave in, in November, November, December, when the lockdown, the proper lo- another lockdown. Yeah, that was the second lockdown. Right? That was second lockdown, and this lasted until the March. end of March. Yeah. 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 This is twenty twenty one. This is twenty. So this is this year, and um, luckily, right now we have vaccination. So um, that's true. We're all yeah. We're all vaccinated, uh, so much so even uh, Patricia has also had uh, the um, booster shot, which yes. I haven't had yet. Um, but yeah. yeah, so 
Yeah, and so I mean, but the vaccination came, so at least there was some hope that things are going to go back to normal. And then we had summer, which was also quite opened. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, the summer was quite open. Actually. Yeah, I think the summer was the first time that I went to see my family after. Oh yeah, one that's year. true. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's true. I think so because we didn't go. You didn't, you didn't. I didn't go, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, I didn't see my grandma for one and a half years, and for one year I didn't see my parents. Yeah. yeah. But you also didn't see your family no, for a long time. I hadn't seen, so I hadn't seen, like, there were so many plans that were in place, and then the lockdown came and everything kind of, well, everything was locked down. Yeah. So, like, I had planned a holiday to Malta with friends, and that was cancelled. I had planned on going to Singapore to see my parents. That was cancelled. Um, even during the pandemic, because uh, this was 2020, for my birthday, I wanted to go to um, Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. But then numbers came up again. And so that I had to cancel that. So I was basically like stuck in, I mean, in a very nice <laughs> yeah. apartment and all of that. I'm super privileged to still have my job and all of these um, important things that I can provide for myself. But yeah, like I was basically stuck here and I wasn't able to see my parents for a really long time until I think my mom came in March, end of March. Yeah, when basically things were slowing and slowly down. Slowly opening up. So yeah. she came and, but then she was also stuck here with me, which was like was a happy to, thing yeah. for me. Not so much for my dad because he was then alone for like a long time. Because she couldn't go in because Singapore then was in lockdown. Yeah. That's the thing as well. Like, yes, we're experiencing lockdowns and easing here, but... Because of my parents, I was so aware of what's going on in Asia as well. Because whenever we had a lockdown, they were pretty much free. And then when we were free, they had a lockdown. Yeah. It was like a seasons of lockdowns and easing up. Yeah, which is also really a crazy thought. Uh, and the times also exactly because of those restrictions, you really start to be aware again about borders True. and how, True. how suddenly the countries can decide to exclude you mm -hmm. if they feel like this endangers the health of, of their the, citizens that's true and actually this is again speaking from the privileged position because we have those european passports that we can allow us to just go anywhere or pretty much without a problem uh, and then there are so many people traveling from all over the place where borders are anyway close so For to them yeah yeah that's true so it was a nice time to actually reflect on this as well yeah but like for me, like the first, uh, like the first wave of lockdown, which was March, it was like, because um, it was like, yes, of course, it was really bad for everybody that we were locked down. But I think I feel like Germany had a less severe lockdown than, for example, Italy and Spain and France, because we were able to leave our apartments and go for a walk. Um, it was not timed. But wasn't it? I, I just was uh, also thinking about it. I think in the March, when nobody knew what is happening and they closed everything, I think I wasn't even going. We were going to the shop yeah. once a week for just because, I mean, back then we didn't have so much information about this virus. So there was so you can touch things and get the virus. There were so many uh, of this initial information. So we were really like buying lots of things and like staying at home for one week. And then As was I. But the option to go out was there. Mm -hmm. uh, if we wanted to like it wasn't like when you left to go shopping people were checking 
where do you live? Yeah, yeah that's uh, or true. Or you need to be back in. So that's like, what's different, checked. for example, in France or in yes, Italy. Yes, or in Italy yeah. or in Spain. Like yeah. we didn't have such a stringent uh, lockdown. But I think people were so unsure of what's going on and scared that we automatically just stayed in. Yeah. And we never left. Yeah. Um, except for shopping. And but also that too very infrequently on a need basis because I think that's all the whole like stock shopping came in and everything is gone like toilet paper and True. yeast and flour because everybody got into baking and making their own uh, yeast uh, bread <laughs> and then making their own bread and growing their own like starter yeast or whatever it's called I don't even know it was a thing it's a thing the first wave was a big thing okay yeah but like. What did you get up to in the first wave? Because like I got up to a lot of things that were unnecessary. <laughs> totally, totally. So there was this. Uh, I mean, I was in a little bit in a different situation because I was. Uh, a, a, um, how you say? I got a uh, resign from my job, mm-hmm. so I basically also had this plans to travel which uh, ended up being uh, oh, yeah. stuck at home of course <laughs> and then not knowing what will happen uh, basically i think at the beginning it was really a big fear of what's going to what does it mean for another yeah, yeah, yeah. couple of months and is it going to be normal anytime uh, or is it going to be lockdown all the time and our life would be like this so basically at the beginning it was really about getting some structure because there were nights where we played video games (laughs) through the night because you didn't have like the next day you're still at home that's for one thing but you also like how do you deal with this uh, being closed in those four walls Uh, and yeah i mean it was really a crazy situation i think mentally and to, to get to get like some sort of uh, structure. No, structure normally no, like no, ro- exactly so trying to build your own routine and this is I think when we started like reading a lot of those self-development books <laughs> that we tried there were to, not many no, there they were, were like many. maybe one or two <laughs> but, but we tried to like really live uh, uh, get some I think like we spoke about this a little bit earlier but yeah like there was this idea of like okay uh, we have all this time. Yes, we were working. I mean, for for those of us who were working, mm-hmm. but we also f- felt like we need to kind of make our time more productive because we're at home. And there was always this thought in the head, which is this will come to an end. So let's utilize all the time we get to have in this time. So there was a lot of a lot of process of like at least for me I know and for my friends are like spring cleaning and like sorting out your you know apartment and reorganizing things and yeah but also uh, I think this is where I started to follow more people on social media as well so there it's like so much things people were trying to get super fit people were trying yes. to learn languages and. Uh, develop new skills or, or yeah learn new skills and actually i also fall into it yeah like, i had my checklist <laughs> of i remember you were telling me about that <laughs> i had this blackboard in the kitchen i um, remember that i remember that photo you with like yeah a couple of things that i wanted to do every day and basically i was getting up just to get like a tick a on check, it yeah, yeah, yeah. uh say that i am i finished there was something productive in the day and it's in a way it's really crazy because like why would we do this to ourselves it was okay to also be scared it was okay to also be like unsure and unproductive like 
And I think like when people are failing because it wasn't working to keep this structure. Yeah. Because on the day, like you were motivated to do it and then it was like, okay, no, nothing is happening today. Uh, at least I was really having this um, blockade at some point. Like You couldn't then, just do. Yeah, I couldn't just do it and I was feeling bad about it. But mm. it was such an extraordinary situation that we were in. And yeah. it was quite okay not to have this routine, not to no, have this no, plan, of course, not to do of this. Course. Uh, and it was okay to waste the time. Yeah, basically. it's not even wasting. It's just being still and like taking everything in and not doing anything. But for me, like I remember the first like March, April, uh, May, I was like, I was baking, I was cooking. I even like cleaned my whole windows. <laughs> <laughs> I was reorganizing. Your apartment's anyway always clean. So. No, but like I was just like, I was going out. I was, I ordered like paintings and things like that and and then at some point I was just like I had enough I can't do things anymore I just need to be like I, I had enough but oh, it helped also because like I live alone right so mm. um I don't have a partner currently at that time as well I didn't have it and um so you're just on your own this whole time yes of course you have friends and you can talk to your friends which was there was this whole craze of uh, what was the this app that we all got on and started playing games on house party yeah there was I that remember about yes, this. Yes. <laughs> but at that time it was like the thing yeah yeah true. <laughs> it's true. like we played games on it with emily i remember and I, I yeah i also with other friends so that was a thing in the evenings it's like you congregate in front of your laptop or your phone talking to your friends playing games and being social online basically because you can't be social together anymore yeah um that helped i think a lot um to kind of create a sense of belonging and 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 uh, yeah, yeah overcome aloneness basically because it, it can be quite severe if you have zero interactions with because you're working alone totally, um, yeah. and yeah of course you have meetings but it's not the same you don't yeah. have these conversations actually um recently uh think deeply about the situation with the home office and how are we um how are we going to actually move forward from this and not having offices, not having this office culture where you actually meet your colleagues when you brainstorm and everything on the screen? This can be also very challenging can. situation to... Um, I mean, I'm really fed up, actually, <laughs> with, with, this, with the whole Zooming and seeing people only on the screen. I'm really, like, I'm super happy that... Um, yeah, we meet up or like physically. We and uh, that I can like, um, yeah, like just to see people and really meet them. So whenever someone is suggesting Zoom, I, I mean, I agree because now we have really not big numbers and this is really scary situation. Even if you are vaccinated, uh, but it's really tiring to be all the time on the on the phone no no i i get that i mean especially for people who like live close enough that i can see them i i like i can make an appointment like you know you can yeah. organize to meet up yeah. um but like i have a lot of friends who are also uh we can edit um there's also a lot of uh you know friends who are not here with me like we don't live in the same places yeah. so our relationship is purely like catching up on each other's life through phone calls and facetime and stuff I think this is fine mm. because I mean, 
our both biographies, uh, a part of it that it's that we lived in different places. We have friends living in different places. So this was also, I think, since I was growing up, a part of my life. Yeah. This video calls, but now everything it takes into, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that there is no really this middle ground where mm. this is just for people who are away. And like, oh, but also for the people who are like next to you. And this was really too much, too much. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing is about home offices, like I actually really appreciate home mm. office. I like uh, kind of organizing my time within my home. Mm. I like I can get up whenever I want. I don't need to wake up at a certain time to be able to reach at the office at a certain time. Mm. I love that. I love I that. Agree. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I also don't think going forward at least for me uh, like 100 home office is not necessarily the best um to kind of foster this uh, good working environment in a company so i think a hybrid situation is the best case scenario whereby um majority of the time you can work from home but you have to go in at least once or twice a week or whatever yeah however it's restructured but so you can meet your team and like plan for the month or something like that totally because i think you can't plan so as well as if you just like a little bit in a way waste the time speak together exchange i mean the best ideas you meet so uh, sort of in the kitchen doing your coffee going like meeting people on this on this at uh, this time and going to the bigger room and speaking to your colleagues and this is how it happens if you just like no at this time we are going to talk now so you better have your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. I think like a hybrid work situation going forward would probably be like, at least for me, suitable. Yeah. Really. Um, I would appreciate that. And the way my company is moving forward with the kind of um, space reorganization, we're going moving into a smaller office, which means that we don't need to be there all the time. Yeah. So there's no expectation of also having to work from home, which is from office which is a like a complete turnaround for our for my company as you know yes yeah because uh, you used to also work there so like i like this i like this environment of being able to work from home or anywhere we, we want to and then maybe once a month having to be at the office for a certain amount of time for team meetings and stuff yeah i think that's pretty awesome yeah I, i've actually realized getting a job during the pandemic and being the whole time where they would uh, like train me for the position i was constantly alone mm -hmm. And it all happened online. And yeah. the structure of the place where I work right now is also that you are really alone at the at the place. And you do meet uh, people there, uh, but they're not your colleagues. They're like your clients or customers. Clients, yes, yes, yes. So it's really, um, I'm also thinking like not having this team who you work with and who you work on similar uh, problems or similar strategy it's this is something that really that you I, miss that i miss and i think it's also due to pandemic that we, i don't maybe i speak for myself but i think many people uh, like following social media or reading articles about the marketplace i think there's lots of this rethinking of what people like at work mm -hmm. and this freedoms which you say about the hybrid but also about this meeting your colleagues and working together with people and not only being with your computer by yourself and working towards, okay, some goals or something. Um, so I think for me, there were like lots of those little adjustments to see, okay, what do I like? What I would like in the future to be like, uh, like optimal place mm -hmm. where I would like to invest 
your time, time and energy yeah but that's the thing though like for me to be honest um like ideally <laughs> what i like going forward and what i would ask for would be like four day work weeks i don't care if, if i have to do 40 hours within that four day but i would want four day i don't want to do five day um this is also quite an interesting yeah i heard it loud so often yeah like i would really i've been saying this i've been advocating for this we one need to really start a time. party i think so let's <laughs> just like really go for it um and then another thing is like um i remember doing working in the office like there were times when the environment was too loud or too social for me like i couldn't concentrate because mm -hmm. i just wanted to get my head down and get work done yeah and i couldn't because this is also in a way fine because like there is like cultures where you okay you have to do your project by a certain time but part of being at work is actually like you only work x amount of hours from this eight hours and it's not eight hours oh yeah that's true you no 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 so of course of course that way yes but what i mean is like in terms of like i would go to the meeting room so i can just like actually get work mm. done because it was just too loud or i didn't want to be bothered yeah right yeah. so in this case this hybrid scenario provides that because you still have the the uh, social the social aspect yeah. but also the ability to kind of really engage in what you're doing and just get things done without any interruption because that's what i've also realized yeah and anytime i've gone into the office since 2021 which is not that often but whenever i did you realize how much less work you do yeah. because just people just come at you and like ask you questions and then you end up talking about certain things yeah all the time and you're like okay so what <laughs> yeah i think also productivity really this is the impact uh home of in home office productivity really like rises mm. but it's also more difficult i mean it's just great for companies yes <laughs> uh, but for employees i don't think it's such a great uh yeah. thing you really have to be at the point where you can put those boundaries for you and really say okay now is the time i did my tasks for the day then the other things are going to be done tomorrow. To the, tomorrow or the rest of the week. Yeah. And you really can, in a way, pack your thing or you have separate room or you have some space which you basically don't look then for the rest of the day. Yeah. And you really say, okay, now it's time for me. And That's true. Because I think this was also a very a difficult thing or the jungling, uh, jungling, uh, between, jungling, yeah. jungling between like trying to do household uh, yeah. scenarios. I mean, none of us have children right now, but, no, we... but I can imagine, I can only imagine what the uh, people who actually have kids and multiple kids at that and school going kids at that, yeah. how they managed all of this. Cause that is, that is hard. Yeah. Um, because schools were also closed here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. now they really, um, this year they really, since they opened the schools, I think the schools open somehow in January, maybe already after the break. Um, but for the really long, oh no, maybe they were closed I until March. I'm not sure. But basically, when they were kids were at home, you were at home learning. Yes. That has um, luckily, like for this time, they really kept kept it open. Mm -hmm. And that's so important for parents who are working, and because it was hard. But also for the kids themselves, like they were not able to see and socialize with other kids, and that's really hard. Yeah. So um, luckily, if you had your siblings. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I say that, although I am like, okay, but I'm an only child, so let's just <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, but yeah. I imagine that's, um, yeah. But like, I feel like we got to really examine um, like many things that we kind of just accepted as being normal, right? During the and pandemic. 
and rediscover them from exactly yeah. yeah exactly I, but i think for me like the first lockdown was super like productive because i was like as i said cooking baking blah 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 working out all of this and then like summer came and then after summer after my birthday everything just went like, dead uh, collapsed <laughs> yeah up until like maybe like december and then i started again like engage because i remember like i totally was not engaging yeah. with anybody yeah and then i started engaging with people again and so i started walking um so yeah like it was there was so many ups and downs to, during this pandemic yeah but this is also i think i think this is normal that it happened like this it's also a part of the dealing we needed to deal somehow and i think the productivity um explosion this was also some way, way of, of dealing with the yes, situation yes, yes, yes. but i mean i don't think there's uh, something to compare it to no uh, no definitely was... not definitely not but also like one of the things uh, like i've been thinking when like, when we're going to talk about this how pandemic affected our lives is like um i was thinking about like the boundaries of what we share mm. right like obviously like you're my friend and yeah. obviously you know a lot about my life because i do share a lot of my life yeah. with you and vice versa but this is a public sphere by yeah. this i mean the podcast yeah so how much um do we share and how much do i want like how much do you want to share and yeah um, like this is the thing uh like i just a couple of minutes ago which will edit yes. i said the name of my husband who told me i shouldn't be telling his name <laughs> and then i'm also not such a social media person i follow people <laughs> but i don't share really no same on social media my social media i only have instagram and it's private yeah um i don't like i barely post any of like photos of myself yeah i just started doing it like two three years ago and even then like yeah so i'm just like i love doing this i love doing this podcast but i'm not any kind of expert so it's not like uh, i can have like an expert podcast so this is more like a personal blog yeah it's um, like journaling journaling kind of yeah but with journaling you tend to be super um private yeah it's super private to you <laughs> or even like our conversation is like private to us yeah right yeah. but this isn't yeah so one of the things that you kept telling me the whole time <laughs> even though we recorded only twice before is that nobody's listening to it so <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing of course nobody's listening to it but like of course that helps and also we kind of I uh, decide who we share it with. Yeah. Like I, right who we share the link I with. But I also find us. <laughs> yes, but like very rarely like what yeah. just somebody like stumble on this unless you send them a link to be honest. But I think I I also realizing yeah sure I can select who I send it to. But I have no like control over who you send it to vice versa. Like yeah. you also have no yeah. control over who you, I send it to. Yeah, and I mean I think we decided to say things that we don't mind people to know about us. True, of course. And some of it is just like journaling for us if we ever like want to reflect in five ten years listen to it or That's true. Yeah, and like, general stuff that we're It is general and it's also not. <laughs> Cuz like I mean, I have listened to our podcast in retrospect, right? And I'm just like, okay, so yeah, like I'm super like open. Not necessarily open, but I'm sharing like personal anecdotes of my life. Yeah, yeah. That is very specific to me. That was the idea, though. It is. It is, and I like that. But I, I was just also wondering, okay, 
because like also like for example i have not met um your partner's uh mother for example yeah but she knows a lot about me through the podcast forget like, i mean i know whatever you tell her that's fine right yeah, yeah. but like she knows a lot about me through the podcast and i have never met her <laughs> <laughs> and we are saying hello to you Emma, because hello. you are one of the person who is listening to this podcast <laughs> hello <laughs> Yes, yes, that's true. Um, so yeah, like the, I, I've been really thinking about that recently, um, because I want to like continue doing this. I enjoy this mm-hmm. clearly, <laughs> and I, I like uh, like having conversations where we kind of share more of ourselves with each other. Yeah, but I'm also starting to be very aware of the fact that it's not just each other. There's also this. I'm really surprised. You I'm are surprised re- about my. You're bringing up this topic because yes. I was thinking that I all the time have this problem of sharing, and you're telling me no, nobody's listening to this. Yeah, I so think where is it coming from? I think it's like this, the time that we took for now recording again. It just allowed me more time to, to kind think of, about to it. think about it, and also because uh, like friends were asking, oh, when are you recording again? Yeah, um, <laughs> that as well, right? And then also like like oh, it's really interesting. And I, I realized, oh God, yeah, because like. Yes, okay, we don't have like an audience, but there are some audiences that we have sent it to. But those are also the people friends. who want, who we want to share things. Of with. course, of course, but still, like I have no control over who they share it to with. Yeah. Not that uh, they would, but I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> we can look at the analytics. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it just made me think like, how much of myself do I really want to share? Because um, I love talking to you, and then I can like just talk on and on and on yeah um and like share stories and stuff like that but i don't know uh, i guess i don't know i'm just being more reflective of what i am putting out there and also maybe it could be because i'm reading this book um, power of privacy i saw it yeah so i'm just how much information am i giving away and i think like this 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 topic is like it's ebbs and flows right like there are times where you are engaging with it more and there are times when you're not you're like who cares yeah and right now happens to be where I'm engaging with it more because of the book I'm reading and things like that yeah so yeah I was just thinking how much of my of life do you want to share yeah. not even like about life like everyday life we can but like of my stories my, that are very specific to me but mm. that's the whole point of this podcast is our perspectives our our, experience. our experiences yeah um because otherwise it's going to be very uh boring and <laughs> No, that's not. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's just like it's something I have to figure out when we do this more frequently. Yeah, we will I hopefully hit a nice balance of. I was actually thinking because I'm I'm really drawn, especially um, while following so many people on Instagram or on uh, Facebook. Not so much anymore. I'm not on Facebook. Very good. I'm I'm slowly saying goodbye, <laughs> but. I was thinking, um, so I was meeting a friend from university uh, on the, wait, when was it? Thursday? Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, I haven't seen her for the last two, three years. And I didn't feel like this because, I mean, she didn't see me. She got some updates from our common friends. Uh, so she knew what happened, uh, like the big stepsons um, recently. But she, uh, she like, was genuinely like, what are you doing? What is this? And I actually, because of her social media presence, I really knew what her what was going on in her life. Yeah, the same <laughs> with yesterday with the girls on uh, with the guys from from uh, our previous place. workplace. Yes, yes. yes. Um, 
like uh, a friend she got married as well so yeah. as like I exactly know because <laughs> I like follow you <laughs> so you really start feeling like oh my god you're really a stalker <laughs> <laughs> you're not it's just everybody's kind of like putting Sharing. their information out yes. there so you have uh, access to this yeah so you really yeah. know what your friends are up to that's true which is what I like about uh, like sharing what because like you kind of choose what you share yeah, yeah. Right? that's but the... because like you really have time to think about it instagram but like whereas this it's a little bit blur line for me because i'm talking to you who's my friend who i share a lot yeah but this is with. also like the moment where you're explaining me something here and i know already <laughs> <laughs> that is true that is true but then there are also been times where like you've heard stories that i haven't shared with yeah, yeah right like, I, like i don't know if i would share it if somebody else was sitting here for example who i didn't know as much yeah, yeah, of you course. I, mean, like, I don't think it would come as naturally. I, w- I would even go as far to say, as to say uh, my answers would a little bit differ. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I function from a place of very much a comfort Yeah. here. So I tend to be a lot more open. So I'm like, huh, I am actually a lot more open than I would yes. normally be. So I think this is where it's coming from. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the more we do this, the more we will find a comfortable balance of how much what? to share yeah. and how much not to. Yeah, I think it's, again, a little bit going back to how we want to do this. And uh, this is something really to figure out and maybe to keep it at the end away from the life that we are having and more concentrate on, I don't know, some recommendations that we have or stuff like this we don't without really sharing. But on the other hand, I'm really thinking it's like a nice way of journaling because it's 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 really like in five ten years it's going to be a really nice memory yeah exactly and I, I also feel like i think what makes it really cool even as a like somebody who's recorded this and listening back is like our stories that's what makes it interesting for me because otherwise it's going to be super boring like i like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so talking about recommendations do you have any recommendations for me Oh, this is interesting. Because like, yeah, we're going to finish now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, do you have something for me? Yes, actually. Um, I don't know. I, I think you've watched this. I, you know this already. But um, currently I've been watching The uh, Witcher. Um, we started this today. Uh, season two? Yeah. Okay, so I started already season two. Uh, and I'm really enjoying it right now. Um, that was your recommendation? We, I, I, I love Witcher. <laughs> Maybe it's a bad recommendation because I sh- I know kind of that you're watching it already, but um, no, no, it's a good recommendation. And another one that I'm currently also watching is uh, Insecure on HBO. I highly recommend that. It's season five is on right now, but like Insecure, Insecure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's about like the creator of Awkward Black Girl, uh, Isa Ray, I think her name is. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's basically about her life with her friends and how they na- navigate like being grown up, basically, okay. and doing work and the relationship of friendship as well. So it's really, really cool. So I recommend that highly. Nice. Any nice. recommendations for me? So I already recommended it to you today. So I'm going to just repeat. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Which is the... Look at that, you forgot. The town and the country. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember. It's a book. book. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And um, yeah, so the script has it and you can... Oh yeah, also like Patricia and I, we utilize script very much, so it would be very nice if we were sponsored by them. (laughs) Anyway. No, but even if they don't sponsor us, uh, they're really great. There's there's no sponsorship coming on this. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, we utilize this app a lot and we enjoy it. Okay. Although we pay different prices for it. I have no idea why even though oh, we're this in the is same country. Interesting. So if somebody knows the why is it happening? Yes, please let us know. <laughs> Contact us. <laughs> anyway. Somebody's listening. Okay. So awesome. thank you. Great. Thank you. Uh, until next time. Until next time. And I really enjoyed it more like this in person right yes. it's a lot like yes. it makes it more like a conversation i think we need Plus to make it... what we did before you know, yes the food. yes the food <laughs> <laughs> we need to always like stock up high on sugar and like good food and coffee and then just like record all right exactly so yeah until next time until next and time. we'll do it in person as well yes let's do that okay thank you bye bye